right, everybody, welcome back to the Comedy Castle podcast. I'm Joel Fragamani, going to be your host here today. Tell you what's going on at the Comedy Castle this week. Got a great interview with our headliner, Matt McClory, a guy who I've known a long, long time. And we told some funny stories on this one. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about Matt in one second. But let's give you the calendar here because... Uh, Busy week this week on Wednesday, the 17th. We've got the Detroit to L.A. Comedy Challenge, the finals. That show is a show that often sells out. It is. Uh, we are just within a day as I record this from that show. So if you want to go and you haven't got a ticket yet, go over to ComedyCastle.com and get your tickets, ticket or tickets <laughs> for the Detroit to L.A. Comedy Challenge finals. Uh, it's at 7.30 p.m. on Wednesday, the 17th. And then our headliner, Matt McClary, comes in on uh, Thursday, the 18th at 7.30 p.m., uh, Friday, the 19th at 7.15 and 9.45 p.m., 7 p.m. and 9.30 on Saturday, the 20th. Buy one, get one. If you buy them on ComedyCastle.com, it's the only place you should buy your tickets, but you got to buy them online. Buy one, get one for all the Matt McClary shows. Yeah, the Thursday show is a little cheaper if you want to get in for 10 bucks instead of 12 50 If you're buying two, that's per person. Anyway, go to ComedyCastle.com. They'll hook you up. And then Sunday, the 21st, Cousin Tierra is going to be joining us for a show at 7.30 p.m. Cousin Tierra from Chicago and has been uh, out there on the road with comics like Bill Bellamy and T.K. Kirkland. And she was a finalist uh, in Keenan Thompson's Road to New York comedy competition. So looking forward to Cousin Tierra on Sunday as well. So get your tickets for that one. I know they're selling well at ComedyCastle.com. Sunday at 730 is Cousin Tierra. Uh, as you can probably hear, I am not in great voice today. What am I going to blame for this? Illness? Maybe. <laughs> Talking a lot? Yeah. Yeah, talking a lot, teaching my new comedy class. Great group, too, that started this past Saturday. Uh, advanced comedy class, always fun. You can sign up for the next one by calling the club at 248-542-9900. But really great group in that class. Then we did an open mic last night at the New Way Bar where I performed and had a nice set. It was incredibly cold, which I think is not helping the voice situation at all. <laughs> Didn't have a big turnout because of that weather, but um, I want to thank those that did come out. And my students had good sets. So it was. it's always worth going to that open mic. That's the thing you'll hear me and Matt talking about a lot is that repetition, finding that open mic, doing it night after night. Um, so we did that last night. And uh, I don't know, Lions, have I been yelling about the Lions? I don't know if I was yelling. <laughs> I watched the second half of the game by myself, aside from with uh, two dogs who really didn't seem to care that the game was on and didn't seem to care if I was yelling about it. <laughs> Girlfriend Log sense in bed on Sunday night during that Lions game, but congratulations to them. It's an exciting time around here. But let's talk more about Matt McClure. We had a real nice talk. Matt is a guy that, again, I've known him for 20 years. He started out doing this open mic that I was hosting at Club Bart. You'll hear some stories from there, some of the guys that we worked with back in the day, 
and some of his buddies that he still keeps in touch with, which I think is super cool. You'll also hear about uh, Matt's work regularly on Normal World, and that is Dave Landau's show, and he will talk all about that, having that job and writing and performing on that show. Um, we also talked about other things that happen at the club. Comic audience wants to send you a drink. How do you handle that? You'll hear us talk about that. We'll talk about wacky things that happened at the open mic. We even named a few names on this one. I hope we're not in trouble for that. Um, and then Matt, you know, one thing that Matt's uh, really proud of now is his family. He is a new dad and uh, his baby likes music. And there's some funny stories about what music would you play for a baby? May not be the one that Matt does, <laughs> but uh, he'll tell you what the baby's into. And I thought that was really cool. So, again, this is my friend, Matt McClary. Uh We went a little long just because we're friends. It happens. I think you'll dig it. Let's listen to Matt right now. All right, guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the other end of my line, it is my friend. I've known this man for 20 years, and I'm so happy he's Back at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle this weekend. Matt McClary, how are you? Oh, I'm great, Joel. How are you, buddy? It's good, man. It's a pleasure to talk to you because we do it so infrequently now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not, not like back in the day. Yeah, not like <laughs> when it's at Bart's every single week. Well, I saw you every week and we talked for, I don't know, 10, 12 seconds. It was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you introduced me. And, uh, uh. Shook hands coming on and off. That was about yeah, it. That yeah. was it. That was it. There was a lot of respect there, though. It was never. Yeah, of course. Okay. So this is just to give people some context. I hosted an open mic starting in, God, I think I started hosting that thing in like 2000 or 2001. And Matt, as a young comedian, came in there and uh, would go up every week, I would say. It, it, all, mm -hmm. Almost without exception, you would do this bar open mic, Club Barton Ferndale, 10 o'clock start. Uh, mm -hmm. every week for years and years mm -hmm. and you got really good. Well, I was dedicated to it also, yeah. you know, and the thing about it too, cause you know, we would all hang out there and stuff, mm -hmm. but then there was the point, a lot of guys, you know, will do the thing where they start getting booked and then they don't come as much and yeah. then, but it was always like, a priority to me it was always stage time stage time stage time yeah and so i when i started working the connections lansing toledo chaplains i always if especially if or joey's especially if i was at ridley's yeah a couple times a year i'd be there i just make it a point i'd always get down afterwards and do the do barts after but yeah i would i would there were times where like yeah, i hustled from lansing or toledo yeah, just yeah, yeah. Because it was a priority. Yeah, it was a dedicated guy, and that shows in your in your act, and it shows in uh, you know how good you've gotten over the years. I mean, come on. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Because this is yeah. uh, how many is uh, this is how many headline appearances at the castle for you? I know it's at least Gosh, uh, is it six, maybe. Six? Wow. I said, maybe, yeah. yeah. I started the first. My first shot was in twenty fourteen, and I was supposed. To, I remember I was supposed to be there in 2020 yeah, yeah. and then that guy can't but then i was one of, one of the first guys back in 2021 mm -hmm. and yeah it's yeah i'm there pretty i've gotten i've been there pretty often yeah you know, over the years and it's like they got a lot of guys to get in and stuff and you know 
I don't have the social media clout of other <laughs> people nowadays. That, that's that's well, changed drastically, but yeah. they still you guys are still very very good to me, you know. And it means a lot. I mean, it means a lot well, to me that. Uh, yeah. You well, know, thank the, you. Well, I was. Well, I appreciate it. I Not was that like, I, I picked just, the axe, but. <laughs> no, I know. If I did, I'd still pick you. Yeah, it's fine. No, but I here's the thing. It. Here's the thing that a lot of comedians it happens to them is very honored to do that first Comedy Castle weekend. And it's a mm-hmm. thrill as it would be, you know, for anyone. But the real honor, uh, from my perspective, is doing the second Comedy Castle weekend. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, Because <laughs> there are guys who've done one and not a second one, you know. And the fact that well, this is your Well, Mark's always been so great about giving guys a shot, yeah, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. That's something I, I, I've always respected about him so much, is he just is willing to give a younger guy a shot if they show the promise, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you got your shot and you did well. Yeah, I did well enough to get back. Yeah. And you're continue- I mean, maybe, I mean, not every year, maybe, but, you know, <laughs> but, every but, year is getting uh, probably harder and harder for most. Oh, uh, oh, you know, there's just so many guys doing it. But do you yeah, notice nowadays. how many guys have uh, young comedians, open micers there are at any given time in any scene compared to like when you started? Well, it's exploded, it's too. Incredible. And then it's like. Also, it's like, you know, girls do it now, you know, <laughs> that was the thing. It's like people always say there was like uh, sexism or something, but like yeah. girls weren't doing it. Yeah. They were not. Try- they weren't trying it. Yeah. Why would you? Know? you? <laughs> Some of those no, places I, we did it. Why would you go? And now there's like it used to be, too, that there was like a like a, uh, you know, there were cities you had to move to, et cetera, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And now it's like when I go on the road and everything, I feel like there's a scene has cropped up everywhere. Yeah. And sometimes I don't really I mean, I'm sure people still have to move and whatnot. But sometimes I'll be like, well, I don't know what the end game is around yeah. here. You know, that's the thing, too, where it's like when you start comedy. And I've talked to people about this too, like mm-hmm. way back in the day, like Jimmy Dore even said, like his, I, I hosted for him and he said he, he couldn't imagine what it would be like to start comedy today, <laughs> Yeah, you know? And yeah. at the time, what was that? 13, 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's like, I, I, I feel the same way. Cause I don't know. I couldn't imagine what it would be like to start yeah. now. Cause it's just the, I mean, I guess just the volume of the competition, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, it's when we started also, because we had Joey's, we had yeah. Ridley's, we had Ann Arbor, we had Chaplin's Connections, and then we had Bart's, and there weren't as quite, quite as many. Bart's was like the only one that was like a, a comedy, an open mic in a yeah. non-comedy venue at the time. Mm-hmm. But the path to me seemed a lot more clear. Yeah. And it wasn't hard to start getting work and not only was it not hard to start getting work but open my, my first open mic i went up last i i you did not host my first open mic though yeah, but i don't know first, was it it was a comedy castle okay and i i i went it was i it was it was my very first time on stage and it was seven minutes in front of a crowd yeah. you know yeah and a lot of these open mics are like five minutes if you're lucky in front yeah. of just other comics you know right. Yeah, and that was very crucial too because it was very important for me to get feedback from real people. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's it's a big thing. Yeah, the path used to be open mic at the club, and then MC at the <clears> club, <throat> feature at the club, headline at the club, tour around, <clears throat> do what road gigs you can get. Uh, and you know, the one nighters, which you mm-hmm. kind of use to pay your bills. Uh, mm-hmm. and now it's a million one nighters, which I guess is good in a way, mm-hmm. I think run by comedians mostly, which is probably mm-hmm. good too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a welcome change. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot more like people to meet and stuff also. Yeah. 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 But you're doing well, man. You're navigating I'm- that perfectly well, dude. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it all right. I feel like I sometimes I feel like because I'm definitely better than I was mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. But I definitely feel like I don't some like I don't nowadays. I got a wife. I got a kid. Yeah. I, I, I work. I work on a show remotely mm-hmm. most of the time. But it's I feel like I miss the like because bill used to have joeys and we do mondays and tuesdays yeah. and a lot of times there'd be fundraisers so and then there'd be like a five thirty show yeah and Saturday there was Friday. a lot of times i was getting up in detroit every single night and doing like real sets and long sets too you know yeah so i i miss i've i for sure miss i've gotten i've gotten stronger over the years but i definitely miss that yeah the getting up every night. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's harder as you, you got a family now where you didn't before and, you know, all that stuff. And, and you know, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, uh, I think I'm putting my toe back into road work this year a little yeah. bit. Oh, great. But it's also awesome. like, I got to get good. I'm like, you know, <laughs> you know, like I got some muscle memory for comedy, but, uh, oh, yeah. you know, I also got jokes that, you know, some of those ain't, ain't fresh. You know what I mean? That's, uh, so I, I, you I got that feelings. too. You know, you don't want to feel like, but I definitely, and I, I will say this to their face. I'll say it to anybody. If you're a guy that's been doing it for three, four, five years and you're working regularly, you're doing, you know, three, four shows a week, you're going to blow me off the stage at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been doing it 25 years, but, you know, I mean, in 2023, I might have done 25 or 30 shows, you know? It's, yeah. Uh, and those were all short for the most part, with like, mm-hmm. the exception one or two. So, you know, you got to keep doing it to, to get good. I, I think maybe the general public does not understand that I think any comedian can lose whatever, lose their fastball to use a sports analogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not getting up and doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been up every, I've been lucky because I'm up almost every single week, a couple of times a week, you know, and doing and doing long sets too. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely, there's still the pressure of like a crowd who paid to see you, oh, Yeah, you know, makes a big difference. <laughs> so I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely working. I'm trying to finesse the new stuff in. Yeah. Well, that's- and, and also it's like being, when you're good to be an older guy too, unless kind of like, you're like the, you've carved out your niche as the old guy at the open mic. <laughs> Sometimes it's not exactly the most accurate gauge of material for yeah. a real paying audience either, which is another challenge. Well, I, I tell my students, I say, you know, look, there's a reason there's not a ton of veterans at the, some of these open mics mm-hmm. because they're not getting honest feedback. They're getting, yeah. you know, they're making comics laugh, which, you know, there's something to be said for that, but yeah. it's not really what you want. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. you know, it's a different kind of feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you want those real people. You want that. Hey, I've warmed mm-hmm. these guys up for 10 minutes. Let's slide this. Mm-hmm. 
new bit in. And if it goes horribly wrong, well, we're back to the old stuff that works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's how we do it. That's how I do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and let's talk about uh, the show you work on and, and Mr. Dave Landau, uh, yeah. another uh, Detroit success story. Tell us about that. Well, we do a show uh, for Blaze TV called Normal World, and it airs Monday or Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday uh, at 10 on Blaze and YouTube. Uh, and, you know, of course, you can watch it anytime on YouTube. And uh, I appear on the show regularly, but I'm also uh, a writer. So yeah. I write a lot of the sketches and some and the jokes and uh, some of the bits. And I mean, other people write, too. But, uh, yeah, we've that's been on for six months we're building it. Mm -hmm. Feedback is very positive. Yep. Um, and yeah, I usually go there. I would say I, I come down, go down to Dallas or west to Dallas, as it were. Where am I? Mm. Uh, once about once a month. Okay. Shoot, yeah. do it, do it, do do some episodes, do uh, do shoot some sketches, and. Uh, it's so yeah. This the the talk, the talk element. We initially did a sketch uh, pilot, yeah, and then they wanted the the talk element. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we're trying to make that stand out from because there's just so many podcasts yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's I I feel like we've come a long way, and the. I mean, because Dave is so, uh, he's just become in the past six years or so, like a real broadcaster. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, I, mean, I mean, there were days like when I was staying in New York for a time uh, with my wife's family and I would see him there and, you know, I would be doing a show with him at night and he would say to me, he's like, oh, gosh, I've been I've been doing radio all day. You know? <laughs> yeah. And he was already a great comedian. He already had a, great, a huge improv background, but the way he's grown into that is uh, pretty incredible. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's yeah. You know, I mean, we want to do more sketches. We want to bring more of the sketch element into it. But uh, we're ha we're having fun, and uh, it's it's uh, I'm. It's finding its groove and it's building every mm -hmm. week. We're gaining more followers, more subs, more views every week. So I'm ex I'm excited to be part of that. Yeah, well, Dave, uh, Dave's one of the guys that's doing it, man. He's got his following and the people, and uh, mm -hmm. he surrounds himself with good people. I mean, you're in very good company. I know Derek Richards does a lot yeah. of work with Dave too. I interviewed Derek a few months ago on this show. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dave, well, Dave's also somebody who unique to comedy um keeps promises you oh, know okay yeah <laughs> and i just yeah. uh because I, I i was doing grumpy daves with him hosting it's like <laughs> we dave and i weren't even tight friends at the time yeah. but i remember him telling me it's like oh yeah when i can bring my own feature i'm gonna bring you and <laughs> But I mean, it was years and years and years before he had the clout to do it all the time, you know, and he did. Yeah. You know, he would do it here and there when they let him. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but it's like, but no, he's been true to his word and he's really 
uh, you know, opened a lot of doors for me and, and also, you know, really kept me afloat also, mm-hmm. especially, you know, in like 2020 and, you know, yeah. and there were, there were times things that, you know, slowed down for me a lot, but, uh, yeah, he's, you know, gotten me in, into, into a lot of places, you know, yeah. and then I've, you know, been able to go back without him and then, you know, he's gotten me a ton of exposure and, you know, give it, you know, help me get fans. And mm-hmm. yeah, well, everybody needs help in this business. I know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Young comedians. I don't think necessarily understand how important having a mentor or just a successful peer that can help you and mm-hmm. being on good terms with people and not being a dick, well, you know, all yeah. that stuff. Well, and then not burning bridges. And yeah. it's also and it's also it's not really anything to be ashamed of. Either, no, not you know? at all. Not at all. But, it's it's a necessity, really. So I digress. Well, but when you started out, though, I you know you had uh, sort of your little gang of uh, I say little gang. That's yeah. not so dismissive. But the guys that did open mic with you, I, I'm speaking uh, more directly about Adam Sokol, Nate Fridson. Yeah, those guys. You guys were tight. You guys were always doing yeah. shows. I feel like you guys were pushing each other to to, to yeah. get better and and. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. really nice. That was really nice to see, and, and nice to see that the three yeah, of you guys no. have nice comedy careers now. You know? Yeah, we yeah we hung out all the time. I mean those I mean those three guys all stood up at my wedding yeah, also. Yeah, and you know, and, you know, and it's like it's not the way. I mean, it's certainly not like the way it was all the time. But I mean, it's like Adam texted me yesterday. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you 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 form the you know the bonds there. You know. Yeah. Like army buddies at, at a point. Yeah. Just, we yeah. went through the shit together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we went through CC Dynamite together. I, she's still around. Oh, yeah, I've, I've they, heard that. They yeah. threw her out of the New Way Bar open mic. I was told this a few months ago. Because she, oh. she threw something at one of the comedians. Oh, really? She's, she's banned from there. So. Oh, God, that's a shame. <laughs> <sighs> Comedy, every town's got its crazy people uh, that are in their scene. And we have mm. this lady, uh, God uh, God bless her, but uh-huh. she's, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, she's they different. just kind of, and the two, they they crop, but they, it's funny because they are like, I don't, I, I don't even know what the word, I don't even know what the word is, <laughs> but you think that, you think just when you think it's safe to go back in yeah, the water, absolutely. you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember. They I'm, I must have done the Comedy Castle maybe for the second or third time. So this is like 99, 2000. And mm-hmm. she asked me to be in a movie. Oh. And we exchanged phone numbers, not knowing who she was, you know? Yeah. And then I, I, I think I was at a mic and I told a bunch of guys, I'm like, hey, you know, this CC Dynamite lady wants to put me in a movie. <laughs> yeah. She's been around longer than me. Yeah. Well, that's always that's always the oh. scary proposition when somebody's like, "Oh, I want you to do a project." With yeah, me or I something. know. But whatever, she maybe yeah. she'll hit it one day. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to defame people on this show. Well, no crazy thing. Well, I mean, strange, you know, <laughs> stranger things have happened. You know, Let's say the track record is not great. I don't, I don't want to speak to anybody's mm-hmm. medical condition or anything to that degree. But you know. 
So it's well, eccentrics. That's what we called it. No, right? so used but to- I mean, I mean, if we were playing a game where we were gambling and betting on who was going to explode and who wasn't, you know, <laughs> I would be batting very poor. My average would be very poor. Yeah. Well, it's good, man. I think, look, because that's funny. I was talking to Josh Adams a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. And Josh said, and I, I have a theory just about Club Bard and sort of not just Club Bard, but that part, that time in Detroit comedy that you described so well earlier mm-hmm. in this interview, that it really developed good people. And I think part of it was, you know, you you weren't, uh, you know, you you did have to face some rejection and you did have to go up at one in the morning at Bart's. Mm-hmm. And, and Josh Adams said to me, I, he says, I said, well, this is my friend Josh Adams. He says, you know what? When I met you, I didn't like your face. so i don't know if you had that you know i was uh you know probably uh, you know just as the host of the open mic which is not a powerful position at all in the world of comedy but on that night you're the boss and you are sort of the gatekeeper of that show um i'm guessing a lot of people that started out didn't like me very much back then. you agree with that (laughs) (laughs) mr mcclary will you answer the question please you're under oath on the Comedy Castle podcast. Oh, you grew on me, you know. I do that. Yeah, I do that's that. The, the. But I also, I also will will turn around and tell people that, um, yeah. you know, it's, you know, Josh, you, you know, guys like Jeff Horst and some of these guys that I remember going up real late in the middle of the night and, you know, eventually moving them up the card. There is that I always oh. thought they were funny. You know, I always thought you guys were good. Well, yeah, I know. I think I think a lot of the resentment goes from uh, maybe uh, Jim Brunette leading off the show and walking half the crowd. <laughs> we all had jokes we wanted to try, and then like I, a guy. Do I, do I remember Jim Brunette? That he was, was a guy. Name? He drank milk on stage and hit himself with a newspaper. Oh, that that oh, okay. Now that you bring it up, my comedy hero. That's who you're referring to. Or, that's yeah, or, I don't know. <laughs> No, I tried uh, no, to or, end the show. I never wanted Axe to walk the crowd. Yeah, or what was the guy? Uh, Keith Rod and Keith, Keith Rodney. Keith Rodney ended was, the show in his underwear playing the harmonica. That's great. Oh, I do remember. I recall that. Yes, no, yes. But my theory is we don't want to walk the show. But there were people, some of them that we've described already, that I was like, let's get this person out of the club. Yeah, oh, that was very that that, that was you know. Let's stop times, them yeah. yelling at me every thirty seconds about when they're up and just get them in and out of here. And then, you know, the, and then there was the time there was a guy, Cat Daddy, who got a, uh, 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 uh it was back when people still smoke because he got an ashtray, <laughs> got thrown, an ashtray at him, but, thrown at him. Yeah. By a woman who I won't say her name, still on the comedy scene. Oh, yeah. I ran yeah. into her years later doing radio. I was doing radio with Mike oh. Bonner. And she is like, Do you know her? I'm not going to say her name again. Because she may not want to admit to the thing that happened, oh, okay. right? She, where she did essentially assault another comedian with an ashtray. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I sat down in the radio studio and she came in and sat down. And he said, uh, Mike was introducing me. And I go, oh, I think I know you from Club Barton. She goes, yeah. I go, you threw that ashtray <laughs> at that guy. Yeah, that was me. You know, this, is, this is 15 years later. Well, that's amazing. Isn't that something? Yeah. You know, no, I yeah. just yeah. This is uh, sorry. It's it's they all come <laughs> flooding back to me. I wasn't there for the guy. The I wasn't there for the the the, the legend of the seven foot tall Asian man. 
Yeah, so, you know that's. The, I, I, I that was before my time slightly. That's right a, that's a story I'm not proud of. But yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was me saying I'm not gonna let this heckler win. Uh, uh-huh. And the guy having issues with what I said to him. Basically, oh, yeah. the stage for those of you who don't know, the stage was behind the bar, and so when this heckler wanted to fight me because he did not like what I was saying about him, in order to shut him up and make him look bad which is a technique that I abandoned probably not there long after this incident uh, <laughs> where I just said, all right, you're going to heckle me. Here's the next comedian. That became, that became the plan. But at the time I insulted this guy, he wanted to fight. So he had to jump on the bar in order to maybe jump over where the bartender works to fight me. And he was thwarted in that plan. He did not, but he made it to the bar. <laughs> the jumping never happened. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I would still be here doing the show had the jumping happened. That might have been. Yeah, that that might have been the guy that dies at the open mic. <laughs> Which you know you don't hear too many stories about that, but that that is you, always. I'm. I'm. Which frankly, I'm shocked. Yeah. I don't, you, when think you think at this of, point. You would think. You would think it, that is. There's nothing short of a miracle that yeah. there's not been a, a death or. <laughs> Meant multiple yeah. at an open mic night yeah. in comedy, and now let's let's not hope for that. And yeah, let's I mean, not yeah, say well, that yeah, that is I'm a knocking, logical I'm, thing, but you have irrational people to begin with who thought they were funny and they're not. Oh. Then they're mad that their time got cut or something, or they're up too late, mm-hmm. or and then they mm-hmm. bomb, and so you have these various layers of failure that mm-hmm. all hits them right mm-hmm. about the same time, mm-hmm. <laughs> with lights on them in front of people. And mm-hmm. you see the worst of people. Oh yeah. In that situation. Well, it's, I, I mean, fortunately, I think there's plenty of you know potential uh, mass shooters who are <laughs> all use of who are very unaware that they bombed. Yeah. Well, but hey, listen. Here's the thing. Yeah. If if you're a potential mass shooter and you do comedy, maybe you'll yeah. be humbled and not hurt anybody. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's. I, I mean, that might be the answer. I think. I, I think. I mean, if, if if it's the same as like the funny guy at the office, you know, <laughs> an open mic can really pop somebody's balloon. Yeah, it can shatter their whole identity. Yeah. You got to keep doing it. You gotta. You gotta put the work in. Well, that's the thing when you talk to like people who's like never. I, I had a friend one time who's deceased now. Who wasn't a comic who said to me once at a bar he's like yeah I'm like well why don't you do it he's like i did it once in la at an open mic and it went badly yeah. i mean like that's that's every la open mic that's how it go <laughs> it goes badly it's yeah. going to go badly for and and the other thing that i will say just uh, to be optimistic about open mic and new comedians and even yeah. some of these people we've seen over the years and it, it maybe doesn't mean that much but uh you know I've seen horrible comedians uh, get good and, and be have <clears throat> nice careers. And I've seen guys when they're starting yeah, out be you, really funny. Who I think you're talking to one. Geez. Well, all right, let's not go there. <laughs> That's not the purpose of this interview, but, uh, but you know, I don't, I don't believe that uh, it's almost like the stock market, right? When they say uh-huh. uh, what early, uh, early performance does not indicate future gains or however you put it that way. Like you can be crummy when you start and learn it, 
and mm-hmm. get good at it by doing it. Comedy is a thing. Uh-huh. Now, again, there are people that really aren't funny and shouldn't be in this, but there's funny people who just for whatever reason can't put it together. And I also think, Matt, and this is certainly not you, and, and I don't think anyone we've mentioned on this show, guys who really aren't funny guys but can kind of do the script, you know what I mean? Oh, and kind of go oh, out there and make themselves a, a, an attraction. On oh, some there's level. a lot. There's there's a lot of that. You talk to them after yeah. talk to them after they're set, and they're just that was. Well, my, I mean, you meet you some guys too, where it's very very calculated, mm-hmm. and you know they're kind of hitting all the bullet points. Yeah. Sometimes when you meet a guy, where it's like, sometimes I've met guys where it's like I could check off a box, <laughs> where it's like they studied, and I mean, obviously it seems weird too because I, I feel like their end game isn't to be a big star yeah but it's like the stranger things have happened but i don't it's maybe like a week they just have like a weekend warrior (laughs) mentality or something but it's but they kind of those guys kind of wash out after a while too or they hang on where they are they stay where they are because they're happy because some of those guys are happy there and then they, yeah, but then they do that, and then it's like they're they work a couple times a year, and it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some then, guys never want to pay for a drink, Matt. I think that has yeah. a lot to do with it. <laughs> yeah. I think there are guys in this business that just are doing it for the alcohol. Yo, a hundred percent. I didn't. I didn't drink either. That was that was a crazy part. Yeah, you didn't drink, and that's and I was no. never a big drinker, and I thought that was. Mm-hmm. That was to my um, benefit, I think, uh, long term. But, you know, I'd have a couple at the open mic to get through mm-hmm. that one, you know. Oh, yeah. But uh, when I was, I still, again, I don't like going up drunk. I don't know why, you know. Oh, no, I don't like going up altered in any way. Yeah. There, are guys, there are guys who drink like Red Bull before they go out yeah. on stage. I don't yeah. do that either. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, I think, I think people think, because I've even seen the comic that, you know, it has a beer bottle on stage, but it's full of water. Uh-huh. Or it's a non-alcoholic yeah. thing. They pour it out or it's, mm-hmm. you know, iced tea in a shot glass to look like whiskey. Mm-hmm. Seen all those tricks. too. Yeah, I've never I've never been the one that's like nobody's a, I, I've made I've had an audience member maybe buy me a shot <laughs> on stage like one time. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. never been a thing where I had to tell them I had to right. tell them because the, it, it hasn't come up. But I mean, I just. Yeah. It was awkward, too, because then I just had to be like, well, I don't drink. And that's the thing, too, because I've never because I wasn't an alcoholic either. Yeah. I don't have any good stories right. about why I don't drink. I just never really liked never it. Said, you know, well, so it's just something I I just never addressed on stage. I've, and I don't want to alienate people who are drinking. No, so. not at all. We encourage. Hey, look, that's how the club's yeah. making money is the drinks. Yeah, so you got to exactly. drink. We want encourage people to drink. And, uh, you know, if the comic can get them going that way, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. But usually it starts because they see you with a drink. Yeah. And exactly. they want to send you another one of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever okay. It is. Well, that's, that's good. I just love guy, this. Carlos Mencia, baby, lemonade in a shot glass, he told us. Oh, cool. I guess it happens every night to him. And he goes, oh. yeah, lemonade in a shot glass. That'll do it. <clears throat> That's that's wise. So there you go. Well, doing I, comedy for drinks makes more sense to me <laughs> than the guys who doing it for free drinks makes more sense than the guys who did it to meet women. You yeah, know, well. geez, there are so many better ways to meet women. Why well, was your your wife was a comic? Am I right about that? No, no, no your wife was, was not, not a comic. No, oh, no, no. I have it all wrong. Wife. 
met my wife on uh, the Tinder there. Oh, okay. You know? Well, even better. I, well, we weren't doing it. We were both trying to get into a relationship, but we were both cheap, you know? <laughs> I was broke, and she's just frugal, you know? And she just happened to live in Brooklyn because she knew she wasn't going to meet anybody she related oh. to in her suburb. And yeah, yeah, I met her and then we became, she's a writer. She's, yeah, she's okay. definitely, she's, she's creative definitely, type. She's definitely a creative type. But yeah. She's, yeah, she's not a comic. Yeah. You're better off. I've jaded the comics. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I suppose... <laughs> I suppose, I guess one or two, yeah, I guess yeah. two. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's, the, or uh, maybe, I, now that I think of it, maybe three briefly, but it's just, that's a, that's, oh, that, that was bad too, because that's a thing too, where you tend to feel a little, I heard somebody compare it to like being one of the guys in AA who goes after one of the new girls in the group <laughs> where it's kind of scummy. Yeah. And it, I mean, it didn't feel like that right. to me. Cause I'm again, you know, I, I have the best of intentions, Sure, but I, I, you know, I want a real relationship, but then, you know, cause I was always too, you know, I guess I, I don't know if fall in love too quickly or whatever, mm -hmm. but you know, still like you think, Oh, well, you know, I'm the big man on campus. <laughs> and then, She's maybe starting a memoir of an open mic or starting out. Yeah. It's all, uh, but I mean, I always connected the, you know, the girls who were talented, though, too. Sure. Yeah. But well, then it's the part where they start rejecting you and start blowing <laughs> you off, where you're like, oh, really? Yeah. Really? I'm, this is where I'm at. You yeah. Know? Well, it's, you know, uh, my thing, uh, I dated a couple, but the, the one comic that I dated a long time, and you know her, we won't say her name here, but yeah. lovely person and, 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 you know, still stay in contact and yeah. uh, like this person funny very too. much. She was funny. She's funny. The thing that we could never talk about was comedy. Yeah. We could never, I could never critique her set. You know, she would do guest sets on my shows and she would put me on some of the shows that she was producing. And we mm -hmm. could I could never give her comedy advice. It just ended up in a fight. Mm -hmm. And of course, I couldn't take comedy advice. But why would I? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. yeah, it was just a it was a thing. You know, you think we'd you think we'd have that in common. And we had a recently uh, we had a Phil Palisol uh, over the New Year's oh, Eve weekend. Phil. And his wife, his wife yeah. is his feature. And they do cruise oh, yeah. ships together and they do all this stuff. And it's like, oh, what a guy. They seem like they're great. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, that seems awesome. Yeah. I could never get to that point. <laughs> no. I couldn't. No, yeah, there's definitely a time I would have liked to, but it's like also at the same time, my wife is not and she enjoys it and she gets along yeah. with my friends there you go. and uh you know she's all my friends my friends like her mm -hmm. but at the same time for my end it's nice to have that m world just very much separate yeah you know? yeah the work and the the real life and the work life keep those separate yeah those are yeah. the guys from work honey you don't worry about them they're a bunch yeah. of assholes I mean, yeah. sometimes I have to say that. <laughs> yeah. I work with crazy people. Yeah. And I say to my current girlfriend, these are some of these people are not all there. Mm -hmm. and try mm -hmm. to have less of that in my life. And tell us about it. being a dad. Let's end on that. How about that? Oh, oh, it's one. I mean, well, first of all, like I started, I was, I became a father when I was on the cusp of 40. Yeah. And I, 
you know, I, I, I trying to th- think, uh, it's been, it's been absolutely wonderful. Yeah. And it's like, I was always one of these people who thought they didn't want to be, have kids. And it wasn't because I didn't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I could afford to have kids <laughs> and like, I can't, yeah. but, uh, you know, well, when you, when, when you're in it, you kind of figure it out, you figure it out. And the kid doesn't know your kid doesn't know you're struggling. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we were, we were in a good, we were in a good enough situation. And it's also too, it's like, well, it's as good as it's ever going to be. Sure. So, yeah. You know, I have, I, I own my house, you know, you I own my, we own our cars, you know, we you. I at least have the collateral if, the, if it hits the fan, you know. That's but, right. Get that RV yeah. tour the country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's uh, my daughter is she is Annabelle Lee. She's 15 months old All this right. month. Yeah. And she's enormous. <laughs> she's getting around. She's really gotten a handle on walking. That's great. Uh, loves. She loves music. She's pretty. She's picky. She's particular. Oh, you know, she's what's the fake? What, what's what's uh, her she thing? loves because she likes, you know, she likes the kids music yeah. and like she really likes she likes a little bit of 80s music. OK. And she really took to like Italo disco, dis, like 80s oh. Italian disco music. Okay. But she likes a little bit of a little bit of Van Halen, a little bit of <laughs> raw. She likes Panama. She likes okay. jump. She likes uh, she likes Eye of the Tiger. Oh. She likes Separate Ways by Journey. Okay, and then she likes because she likes the '80s music. She likes a little bit of like the '80s influenced synthwave <laughs> kind of stuff. All right, but she is very she likes her tracks. You know, you don't you 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 think oh she likes this maybe she'll, she'll like this. <laughs> No. And she like she just shakes her head and just no. goes no no she likes no and I'm like it's the same guy it's, it's no. the, you know, I thought maybe you'd like to explore their body of work but no, no. she likes the she, same one she over like, and over again no Sammy Hagar Van Halen please Daddy. no no no, no Van Hagar I think I think I tried uh, playing dreams for her yeah, a couple months and i think she tune. liked that one a little bit that's a good tune. but yeah, yeah well, that's but good. so far so far no dice well, that's no. good i think it's good that you're raising her on real music and not you know the bluey soundtrack even though that's pretty good she liked the blue she liked she, the yeah. bluey theme song yeah, yeah she i did. got a she nephew liked. and i drive him around and play the bluey album she took to the, she liked that one and then there was uh she likes the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse where okay. their theme yeah. song is by the They Might Be Giants. Oh okay. she likes that a little bit. Yeah. But she doesn't like now I'm in this phase where I got the Alexa in the kitchen and I'll put her in the high chair, which she doesn't care for. Mm. So now she's she's starting to talk a little, but she's not really making words yet, but she'll just shake her head and go, man, and I think what she's trying to say is like, don't try to placate me with this music. You know, I don't like the chair. You know, you're not going to soothe my, me with the music if I'm in the chair. Yeah. I don't I don't want to be in the chair. So, but I can't. I Sometimes I, she, sometimes she's got to be in the chair. All right. You know? Well, <laughs> you well, know, cause I got a couple gates up, but she's, she's pretty worried. resourceful. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I get that. She, she already knows how to operate a doorknob and slam a door Ooh. on me. That's her favorite thing right now. 
I imagine <laughs> she's only going to do that more and more since yeah. she gets older. She but, learned that uh, from her mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll see myself right. out. Uh, <laughs> Matt, this weekend's going to be so great. I'm so yeah, looking forward to I'm having looking you. Looking forward to it. I got and, uh, Chanel is going to be there. Simply Chanel. She's from your era, right? Our yeah. era of comedy. Simply yeah, Chanel. Yeah, and then uh, Jason, yeah. who I, I've newer guy, but we, he's mm-hmm. he's a good friend. He's he's had me up on his show. He's, yeah. a, he's a really good Jason's guy. Jason's killing it. He's a guy that you know st- kind of started in my class, really. Oh really? Jason, yeah, awesome. yeah, and he did. Uh, he's done a million podcasts with me and stuff, and I yeah, think Jason's doing it. That's a guy right now doing everything right. Yeah, he's a good. If you want to see man. an upcoming star, he's the MC this weekend, but one day <clears throat> he will be the headliner of the comedy. Oh, I, I'm sure he will. And I would be happy to open for him. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Day. All right, man, Matt. We'll see you this weekend. Thanks for talking. Thank you, Joel. All right, later. Well, there it is, guys. Mr. Matt McClary, this weekend's headliner, his sixth time. Didn't know it was six times, but that just shows. I'm like, you know, you're getting that opportunity again because that is the big thing. You do it once. If it goes well, you get another shot. That's why Mr. Ridley's the best. 45 years of comedy at the Comedy Castle. Come out and join us this weekend. I was going to be cold, but it's buy one, get one. It's Matt McClary. Come on, guys. You can do it. You can make it out. You'll have a good time. Trust me. Good opening acts, too. We mentioned them in the interview. Simply Chanel, Jason Filan Marez. It's going to be a good time. Come out and see us. Come on. Come talk to me. See if I can talk. <laughs> Come see as I do that offstage announcement if it's going to be. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to. Oh, I can't even do it now. I can't even do it for fun. Trying to have a bad voice. I just have a bad voice. But hopefully by this weekend, it's all cleared up. All right. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Again, catch us on Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts, uh, Instagram, Comedy Castle Pod, and Comedy Castle Podcast, all one word on Facebook. Thanks again to listening. Thanks uh, again to Matt McClary for talking to me, and uh, we'll catch you next time. All right, guys? Later.